0: No Hello, Gator Nation, and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Ablaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we're going to discuss Florida trending for five-star running back Zach Evans. In the second segment, we'll preview Florida's matchup tonight against the Arkansas Razorbacks. And in the final segment, we'll talk Florida baseball with Jeff Cardozo. But let's start off this show discussing Zach Evans, who's been trending on Twitter this week. And all of it has surrounded around his recruitment with the Gators. Now, National Signing Day has came and went, but that does not mean that Florida is done in the 2020 cycle, they still have commits Mark Britt and Leonard Manuel who have to make final decisions, and they are still in the mix for Zachary Evans, the nation's number one running back who has had a wild recruitment and some off-the-field issues, but as it comes down to the wire, Florida has decided to get into the mix, and helping them in that process is new tight ends coach Tim Brewster. He is an ace recruiter on the trail, and he has ties to the state of Texas. As Zach Evans hails from Houston, and Brewster made a visit there on Monday, presumably to meet with Zach Evans. And the rumor has it now that he has set up an official visit to Florida. And I would have to say that if he does make that trip to Gainesville, based on where things stand in his recruitment right now, you would have to look at the Gators' As the front runner to land his services. Now, as we all know, he was once committed to Georgia at one point sign with the Bulldogs, and they had to release him from his letter of intent. So moving forward, he's not going to be able to sign another LOI. What he will have to do is sign financial aid papers and then just show up at the school of his choice. Now, who that school will be is still to be determined. Georgia, it doesn't look like, is really in the mix much anymore. You also have Texas A&M that's been mentioned, LSU, Ole Miss and Tennessee appears to be a team that is willing to take Zach Evans at this point. And I think from Florida's standpoint, they just need to get him on campus, spend the weekend with him and his family, find out who he is, what he's looking for at the next level, how he can fit into their program. And I think most importantly, because of the off the field issues, maybe see where he is truly at what type of help he might need, and how Florida maybe can facilitate him turning his life around any way that he needs to or just simply becoming more mature. I think that if you get him in the right college setting with the right roommates, with the right support staff, and I think most importantly... Away from home, away from the state of Texas, Florida certainly has the resources and infrastructure to help Zach Evans out and let him fulfill his five-star potential. And if the Gators are able to add him to their 2020 class, this would be a huge addition for Dan Moll and his staff one, they would be able to get a five-star prospect that was set to go to Georgia and now add him to their roster. But even more importantly, they would be able to address their running back position from a recruiting standpoint. We all know that in the last two classes, the Gators have failed to sign a top-flight running back coming out of high school. Now they got Naquan Wright in the 2019 class and they got Lorenzo Lingard as a transfer from Miami but they have not been able to go out and land a top 100 high school prospect in the last two classes that was recruited by several schools. Now obviously if they get Evans on board that's going to change that and it's going to give Damon and Greg Knox a dynamic player to add to their backfield along with Damian Pierce, Malik Davis, Iverson Clement, Naquan Wright, And Lorenzo Lingard, who is going to apply for immediate waiver. And if you add Evans to that depth chart, that's gonna give Florida so many options in their run game and will obviously help their production improve in 2020. So We'll see where things go from here. We'll see how the official visit to Florida goes for Zach Evans and then see what Evans decides to do from that point. But Dan Mullen did hint on National Signing Day that the Gators would not be done at the running back position if they could find somebody who the staff felt like was a game-changing type of player. Mullen indicated that Ashad Clayton and Jameer Gibbs Didn't fit that bill, two guys that the Gators were recruiting at the end of the cycle, but Zach Evans would definitely check that box. So we will continue to monitor his recruitment in the coming weeks. When we come back from this first break, we'll preview Florida's matchup against Arkansas. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Welcome back into the show, the Florida basketball team. Back in action tonight in the O-Dome against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Both teams come into this matchup with a 16 and 9 record, but the Gators are 8 and 4 in the SEC and the Razorbacks are 4 and 8 in the SEC. Florida coming off the big win over Vanderbilt on Saturday on a night when they dedicated their court to legendary coach Billy Donovan and they got some huge performances from their freshmen. 33 points in total, definitely the type of sight that you want to see if you're Florida coach Mike White, Trey Mann has really been coming on in the last couple of games and Scotty Lewis continues to come into his own. Here's what Mike White had to say this week about his freshmen and if he thinks they're where they should be in their development.
1: Well, yeah, it's all relative, you know, d- depending on where you want to be. I mean, if we're, um, if we're gonna make a lot of noise here at the end of this season, no, I mean, we've, got a, we've got a ways to go. But am I, pleased that, am I pleased at the development of our freshmen? Yeah, somewhat pleased and um, certain guys more so than others. Uh, but for the most part collectively we 've made a jump with those guys. The attitude 's been pretty good the work ethic 's been good um, I think we 've had more buy in lately, more connectivity and, and a big part of that are the freshmen and how they handle coming into a game um, and not reverting back to how they affected the game for their high school team uh, or their AAU team you know it's uh, i 've got to play a role on this team i can 't I can't hurt us. I got to get into the flow. I've got to take our shot. Um, you know, we, we've got to um, follow through on the scouting report. Uh, you know, so, so we're growing. Our freshmen are growing. Sophomore's been pretty consistent, um, and I think collectively we're doing a better job too of uh, of utilizing Kerry. Uh, now those freshmen have
0: to get ready for a tournament team tonight in Arkansas. This will be Florida's only matchup against the Razorbacks this season. They've won two straight and four of their last five, and they've won 13 in a row at home against Arkansas. They haven't lost since 1995, so Mike White will look to keep that going. He's 7-1 and one against the Razorbacks since he's been at Florida, the only loss coming in the 2018 tournament. And the Razorbacks have a first-year head coach this season and a familiar face, the former Nevada coach Eric Musselman, who the Gators defeated in last year's NCAA tournament. Here's what Mike White had to say about his history with him and how that could factor into tonight's game.
1: Yeah, he had a, you know, he had a big time run there, of course, and we were really fortunate to uh, to hold those guys off in the NCAA tournament. It was a great college basketball game, um, and he's, you know, he's doing some similar stuff, and um, but. Uh, you know, on game day tomorrow when you've just got a bunch of time, um, we might go back and watch some of that again just for the heck of it. But uh, we've been really focused on, uh, on our current team and his current team. And, uh, you know, he, he, it's a completely different deal, obviously, for him. And for us, we're a completely different team.
0: Now, the Gators are getting a break with this matchup as Razorbacks guard Isaiah Joe will not play tonight against Florida. He is still recovering from a recent knee surgery he had, and he is a three-point specialist that will not take the floor tonight for Arkansas. He's averaging 16 points per game, and he leads the Razorbacks with 72 three-point baskets. And while the Razorbacks have been missing Joe with his three-point shooting, they're still one of the top three-point defensive teams in the country, and here's what White had to say about what the Gators will need to do to handle that matchup.
1: I, I think, yeah, awareness. I think that they're really athletic. I think they've got really good um, versatility defensively. They can, um, they can switch a lot of different spots. I think their front court guys are as quick and fast as any front court in our league. Good speed and quickness and length in the back court. Uh, they extend, they pressure you. You know, oftentimes you'll see teams that turn you over, as often as they do, also defend the three because they're out there. You know, they're extended, their defense is extended. Um, you know, I think they're, they're leading the league in, um, in, in turnover margin, if I'm not mistaken, and in steals. And uh, at the same time, running guys off the three and making threes contested. Uh, they're, they're, they've got a lot of stats that are really impressive. The way that they draw fouls, the way Mason Jones, I think he's second in the nation right now in fouls drawn for 40 minutes. Um, he's a handful.
0: Now, one guy who will be suiting up for the Razorbacks tonight is Mason Jones. He averages 21 points, but the Gators held him to seven in their last matchup with Arkansas. Here's what Mike White had to say about what his defense did well against Jones in the last game and how they will have to defend him tonight.
1: We've watched the last five or six, you know, all of his attempts and his makes and his misses and his fouls drawn. And he, he, he's a different player than he was a year ago. Uh, uh, and, he, and he's even a different player since uh, Isaiah Joe went out, you know, with his uh, aggressiveness and the level at which they're playing through him. I, I don't know how you guard a guy. He, the way that he shoots it off the catch the way that he can create his own shot, his strength, his length, his ability to separate, um, to get his own jump shot, and also get to the rim. And, again, he's, he, I don't know how many players there are in college basketball. There's a lot. He's second in the country at drawing fouls. He, he lives at the foul line. Um, he's, a, he's a heck of a player, and it's a great story, too, you know, considering um, the level at which you know, he was considered coming out of high school.
0: When we come back from this last break, we'll be joined by Jeff Cardozo to talk some Florida baseball. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Welcome back into the show. The Florida baseball team opened the season with a sweep over Marshall, and they are back in action tonight on the road against Jacksonville. And then they will welcome J.U. to McKeithen Stadium on Wednesday night. We're going to speak now to former Gators pitcher and UF broadcaster Jeff Cardozo about what he saw from the Gators this past weekend, this week's matchup against Jacksonville before the big rivalry series this weekend against Miami. Here was my conversation with Jeff this week.
2: We now welcome in Jeff Cardozo to Locked On Gators to talk Florida baseball and some other topics. Jeff and I have been on WRUF for several years and you can listen to us once again as I'll be joining him and Pat for baseball season and happy to be back. Jeff, welcome into Locked on Gators, my friend. How's it going? Man, you just uh, you just
3: increased our female rating once again by making that announcement. Everybody's going to uh, love Zach back. No, it's uh, great, great. It'll be great to have you and great to, uh, to join you here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's baseball season, so it couldn't be a better time for me to be back on because you are so busy these next couple months. Things got kicked off over the weekend. A really special night in McKeithen Stadium on Friday, the final opening night. The Gators were able to get the sweep. Uh, just talk about the weekend as a whole and what you saw from the Florida baseball team to start the season.
3: Yeah, I, I don't, you can't ask for really a better start. 34 hits, 34 runs, a whole bunch of good things, a shutout mixed uh, in, in there. And, you know, I think there's a few things when you go back and, and look at it that, that still they'll look at and analyze and say, hey, we've got to be better. But for the most part, to, to have that kind of start and sweep opening weekend because, I mean, there was a lot of teams that weren't able to do that. So I think you got to be – impressed with what Sully's done and and you have a nice mixture of young guys old guys and then a whole bunch of dudes that were freshmen a year ago they're now sophomores and that's where you make that big jump from freshman to sophomore season so certainly some encouraging things and I think you got to be really encouraged with with Tommy Mace Jack Lefwich, the two guys at the top of this rotation because in this SEC there's eight or nine guys that they'll face throughout the year that are legit first round talent so Tommy and, and Jack are going to have to match those guys and then the offense is going to have to be good, but it was certainly good opening
2: weekend. So how many tissues did you go through in the press box on opening night? and What was that ceremony like to honor Alfred McKeithen?
3: Yeah, pretty special, you know, to to have uh, the family there throwing out the first pitch with what they were able to do. So many great things. So many times that I've had the, the blood, sweat, and tears running poles and getting yelled at to, to now being able to broadcast extraordinary moments, all the trips to Omaha and Everything that, that was associated with that, I think you, you just you look back on, gosh, the twenty-something years that I've been a part of Gator baseball, and just, it just it really means a lot, and, it, and it's certainly something special.
2: Definitely. Now the Gators back on the road tonight against Jacksonville, and then they will be at home on Wednesday. What, what do you think about this matchup? And obviously, Jacksonville is a team that's given the Gators some trouble in the past.
3: Yeah, no, J.U.'s a very veteran bunch. Um, to, to go on the road for the first time, you're going to you're gonna see a freshman arm out there that is one of the best recruits in the entire country, so hopefully he goes out there and lives up to all the expectation that he has, and then, gosh, you go to, you go to Miami this weekend, and right now when you look at it, D1 Baseball has Miami 1 and Florida 2, so it's number one versus number two in the country, and got to go down and contend with all those rowdy fans, and, and as obnoxious as, as they are, but this will get you ready for for the grind of the SEC and what this league's all about. So you can't really ask for anything better from opening weekend to now the tests that they're going to get for the next five games on the road. And and then everything else is just going to uh, evolve into hopefully a a really good final season for McKeithen stadium.
2: No doubt. Well, Jeff, appreciate you checking in with us, letting us know where things are at with the baseball team, and you guys will hear a lot more of him this season. And, again, you guys can check us on WRUF moving forward. Thanks for coming on, bud. Have a good trip to Jacksonville.
3: All right. Thanks, Zach.
2: That'll
0: do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, we discuss Florida trending for five-star running back Zach Evans. We previewed tonight's matchup between Florida and Arkansas, and we also discussed Gators baseball with Jeff Cardozo. On tomorrow's show, we will recap Tuesday night's game between Florida and Arkansas. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.